Thank you for staying with me. This is the KDK9 Show. Hey, all the shows here at My Talk 1071 are podcasts. So if you go to our show pages on MyTalk1071.com, you can listen to podcasts. And one thing that I learned, I think about a month ago, is that I know I talk fast, folks. I get it. But I guess when you listen to the podcast, you can slow me down <laughs> so you can listen better as far as because I go too fast. So that's kind of cool, isn't it? So you, if I'm rattling or going too fast, you can say, well, I'll catch the podcast so I can slow her down. Oh, technology at its finest. All right. What part of the chocolate Easter bunny do most children eat first? Arms, ears, feet, stomach. I'm going to go with ears. I feel like that's what I went for. Oh, that's exactly it. Because I'm sorry, arms. All the bunnies are kind of like within itself. Yeah. The only part that is really sticking out would be the ears. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now we know. Hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up to bat next? Kim has a question about the best time to get a dog neutered. Okay. Hi, Kim. How you doing? I'm doing good. Thank you for taking my call, well, Katie. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. So, what what kind of breed of dog do you have? I have a Sheltie. Okay. How old? He will be 10 months old next week. Okay. And I purchased him from a breeder mm-hmm. and signed a contract. Um, I've done this before. I've had Shelties for years. Okay, good. Um, but for the first time ever, uh, included in the contract, was the agreement that I wouldn't neuter him until he was 18 months old. Oh, my. Okay. And I've never waited that long to neuter yep. my male dog. Yep. I wonder what you think about that. Well, is that's... Is an advantage? It's been, well, it's been the last couple of years this has come to the surface, okay? Yeah. And so, uh, personally, you know, for how many years we have, you know, anytime after six months... You know, yeah. get your, you know, pet. Now, I do, uh, pets that are, are spayed or neutered under six months is, can be very detrimental. I do oh, agree okay. there. But once you get six, seven months old, eight months old, you know, unless you're going to show for the little bit extra, like thicker neck or whatever type thing, um, oh. I'm not uh, a fan. Uh, I know too many people, I've had some calls or emails too, that people okay. go, my dog is bleeding from its butt. I said, oh, is, it a, is it a female? Yes. How old? Oh, about 10 oh. months. Ah, she's in heat. What's heat? Yeah. They don't know because so many of the vets are saying, wait, wait, wait. And they're going to start uh, people that don't understand the process. Mm-hmm. And so I say with the males, once they start lifting their leg almost on a regular basis, you know what I mean? They're not squatting as much. That means their hormones are doing the flip-flop. And so that they're becoming a man. And so that's the time I feel to get the dogs fixed. Now, if you, um, you know, uh, signed a contract, but, you know, I guess what my problem here is, is that let's say you decide to go get them fixed. What are they going to do? Take the dog away from you? Uh, Yeah. And actually, my breeder is, is, I mean, I'm in communication with her all the time. She's wonderful. No problem. Okay. But I did tell her, this is the part of the contract that I have a problem with because her and I both agree that if he turns into a, I quote, a-hole. Yep. (laughs) And they do. then, Then it's up to me to have it done. Yep. So far that hasn't happened. He's still squatting. Okay. But him and my, I'm sorry, excuse me, him and my six-year-old other Sheltie, they're always humping each other. Uh Uh-huh. That's a dominance thing. Yeah. So it's not a sexual thing yet. Aggression. Yeah. But I'm, you know, my veterinarian said, 
You know, it's up to you. Yep. I wouldn't wait 18 months personally, but I'm just trying to get every opinion I yeah. can no, I do the right thing for him. Yeah, because see, once a dog, I get a, uh, you know, people say, well, I'm not getting a fix because I just want to have one litter with him. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Okay. I equate that into human language. Okay. If you never had sex, you don't know what you're missing, right? <laughs> if you have it once, then it kind of becomes obsessive. And so that's why if you're going to do want, uh, you have the male and you want a litter, then you're best to have it of artificially, you know, taken. You yeah. know what I mean? And not have the dog actually do it. <laughs> and, right. uh, but anyway, so it's 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 a huge discussion in the last couple of years as far yeah. as uh, they're saying that the muscle tissue the bone growth everything is healthier mm-hmm. and i just i'm sorry but i gotta live with this animal you know right. the, I, what the females they can feasibly go through four heat cycles and that's a lot Oof, and then yeah. like with the and not get you know accidentally bred <laughs> and with uh-huh. the male dogs some of them they can have the be intact and they're a good dog uh, right. but then there's some even at eight nine months that are just jerks and that they need to for them to go away because <laughs> they're thinking uh-huh. with their hormones instead of their head you know yeah, so exactly. i wish we could do that with some people but I mean, anyway so yeah so that's it's your choice and if you have a good repertoire you mean a good uh, relationship with your breeder, then yeah. you should be able to hash that out, and that shouldn't mean you know, uh, a, you know. Whereas I'm taking the dog back, so 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 if he right now he still squats to pee, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm just going to watch that, and mm-hmm. I mean I I'm just worried. I this dog is a pet. He yep. he is not going to be in competition. He'll be in agility. Okay. For fun. Yeah. 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 But, you know, right now I'm kind of watching that he doesn't do too much crazy zooming, but he does a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I do understand it has to do with the ligaments and the bones right. and all of that. Yep. But yep. Um, on the other hand, the brain is really important to me. And I don't want him to become so dominant over my six-year-old You got it. You got maybe it. They and see, and people are so worried about bone structure and the, right. the tissue. And it, that, I would worry more what the people are feeding. Number one, not over-exercising under two years old until right. their joints, sell, you know, they seal it too. So most people over-exercise their, you know, their puppies. You know, they're yeah. taking them on too long a walk. They're playing fetch and letting the dog, you know, be shot out of a cannon, stop, pick it up, turn, power off the hips of the back. And, and Katie, you taught me that no. because... Instead of throwing that tennis ball constantly, I'm more, you know, I got brain games for nice. him and more complicated things to do that don't, like you say, include that shooting out of the cab, right? the cannon and stopping and turning yep. and jumping too much. It's yep. really hard to control him. And see, that's the things that I worry more about than having him get, you know, fixed, you know, yeah. at, at, at two. That's my last my words. If yeah, I'm fixing my... Yeah, I I'm, agree with that. Yeah, I'm fixing my that. dog. And then plus, a lot of people, they get him so grossly overweight. That's harmful. And then people are just worried about this, when I should, you know, the, the spay and neuter my, it's like, wait a minute, let's look at the big picture. So Right, you're right. So, anyway. yeah, so, so being able to kind of control um, what I'm doing and not repetitively throwing that tennis ball or frisbee yep. for him. Yep, I didn't know that in the old days. Yep. I know oh, yeah. that now. Yep. Listening to you and oh, other thank people you. like... Thank oh, you. yeah, I get that now. Yeah, well, if you stop to think about it, it makes sense. It's just somebody it never said it to you. <laughs> right. So, okay, but. so I'm just going to, you know, watch him and see what happens. Yep. And, 
And see, um, that's why, like I said, if he starts lifting is because everybody thinks lifting a leg is a, is a learned experience by seeing other males. That's yeah. not it. When their hormones start doing the flip-flop, then their leg starts coming up because now they're trying to spread the word a little they're bit more. You got it. And so <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so that's why, like I say, when they start, if they're, uh, when they first start by themselves, they just didn't get too close to something. Sure. Then it's like, okay, hormones are coming, you know, are flipping now. Now that's yeah. the time I want to get them fixed. Or if you, because if you get them fixed when they're still squatting 99 percent of the time they'll still squat if you get them right. fixed before you like in transition then they'll squat sometimes and they'll lift sometimes so. yeah and that's how my six-year-old is mm-hmm. he mostly squats but he'll lift his leg too yep. and it's it's like briefly so i know yeah. he's like pretending to march uh, yep there you go yeah yeah yep. but one other thing i maybe should have told you this up front um the reason i got this puppy is because he was being grown out to be shown AKC confirmation. Okay. But he's a cryptorchid. Oh, okay. So I, hmm. you know, I've talked to my vet about this. We're all prepared for, you know, the extra little incision okay, that's going to yep. take. Okay, yep. But yep. do you have an opinion on that? Would that make a difference on when I should have it done? Um. Personally, like I said, I haven't dealt with it that much, but I know a couple of people that have dealt with it. And, yeah. it, you know, uh, to me, the older they get, then they kind of get bigger. <laughs> and okay. I'd rather have things be smaller. <laughs> Easier <laughs> you, to take care of. Yes. Yeah. That's, okay. that's my uh, thought in that. But yeah, I have not dealt with it personally. Me, well, you know, he's got that inside that could be a cancer right. thing. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, yeah. I don't know what to do with yeah. that. So. Yeah. So I don't know, and see, and plus when they're younger, they can handle surgery better, yeah. you know, than just like in, like in the human world. Okay. So okay, so he he will be exactly a year old on Thanksgiving Day. Okay, and I'm kind of thinking by then I'm going to know what to do, and I'm the breeder will be behind me on that, but I I don't want to be deceptive and tell her I'm right. doing it because I think it's the right thing, but. Right. To say, I'm uneasy with letting him go that many more months. Right. And the thing is, is that being that you do have a relationship with her, this should yeah. be a no-brainer for her. She's fine. Whatever. You're great. You know, you're great at... I, I'm I, I'm proud to, for you to have one of my pups. You know what I mean? Because you take good care. You do things good. You know, yeah. you're just not, you know, Nancy Blancy off the sidewalk, you know, type thing that that yeah. the reader is trying to teach how to do things better. So Yes. And she really does care. She yep. loves this puppy. Oh, yeah. No, like I she said. She wanted no. that testicle down. Yeah. <laughs> she said, I want him back. No. It does. And uh, I said, no, you can't have him back. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. I know it does. It does. It does. So it's yes, a bummer. Yeah. Well, thank you, okay, Katie. You and bet. I have to say, yes. I absolutely crack up every time I hear your new promo. Oh, <laughs> I love it. It's Thanks. Wonderful. I appreciate it. And congratulations on 20 years. And thank you for taking my call. Oh, no problem. Thanks for calling and thanks for informing everybody. That's great. All right. Take thank care. Bye bye. Yeah, you know, it's it's crazy. Oh, we're go- we got to go to break. Got to go to break. Sorry. How much candy is sold in the U.S. each Halloween? 90 million pounds, 9 million pounds, 600 million pounds, 300 million pounds on candy on Halloween. Be back.
Hey, thanks for listening to the KDK9 show. Thank you so much. Uh, you've got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. If I'm not on your speed dial already, or for the whole station to call in any of us shows. But anyway, okay, approximately how much candy is sold in the U.S. each Halloween? 90 million pounds, 9 million pounds, 600 million pounds, 300 million pounds what do you think this is a random guess but 300 million okay it is approximately 600 million pounds of candy are sold in the u.s each year for halloween with 90 million pounds of that being chocolate and halloween is halloween is my least favorite (laughs) i am not every time when i grew up i was always something fun or funny i did not want uh, I didn't want to scare anybody, okay? And then when my daughter came around, she wanted to be a ghost. And then she wanted to be a witch, you know? It's like, okay, whatever. I won't impose my, please be something fun and funny. <laughs> and so anyway, but all the days or years I did, solid, um, you know, went out with friends or whatever type thing, I was always something funny. So I just, I couldn't be something scary. That's just not in me. I don't do haunted houses. I don't do scary movies. None of that stuff. And so That's like my favorite holiday and I love everything to do with Halloween. Yeah, no, I don't. Okay, now I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you a huge Christmas person? No, not really. Almost everybody that I know that doesn't like Halloween is a big Christmas thing. Mm, and then the person the that, other. yep, it's, 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 you know, just kind of the way. Yeah. Cause see, I was a huge Christmas nut and barely tolerate Halloween. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I don't watch scary movies. I don't know. My girl or my girlfriend, my sister, uh, she's a big Stephen King, you know, the, the, you know, the more scarier it is, the more she's got to get into it. Well, she came out to the farm one time and I had to, the son has said, I got to go down and do chores. So I said, you want to come with? Oh, okay. Then we get out, you know, a little bit. And so she says, where's your flashlight? I don't need a flashlight. The barn light's right there. You know, walk from point A to point B, follow that beam. You need a flashlight. No, I don't need a flashlight. Because of, since she washed all these things, you know what I mean? She's thinking, what's behind the big tree over oh, here? Sure. What's behind this and what's behind that? I said, see, Lori, if you didn't have, it would get your brain all screwed up with all that <laughs> scary stuff, you'd be able to walk from the house to the barn without it, it, even thinking about that. Yeah. I do every night or every day. You know what I mean? I'm down to the barn. It, it doesn't even think. Other than, I got to say, the last month, there's been some black bears in the area. I know. Yeah, I <laughs> so I kind of, uh, you know, like, okay. But go away, bear. Go away, bear. Go, 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 go. But they haven't been. They've been at our end of the street. But um, we, the neighbor in front of us and us, we have not seen any remnants. But we don't have bird feeders and, you know, the garbage is at the end of the driveway, things that they would get yeah. into, you know. So, so they shouldn't we have, have no, to come. We have no, they have no reason to visit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad about that. So anyway, hey, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Say, uh, is there somebody on the line? Yeah, there is. Oh, okay. um, I just haven't had a chance. Okay, get to a hold of them yet, and then I'll talk. Okay? No, I can. I, I have her information. Oh, okay. I can tell you about it right oh, okay. now, oh, unless okay. you want to keep talking. Okay. Well, what are we doing? Okay, her name's Dot, and she has a question about uh, barking. Oh, barking. Okay. Her name is Dot. Yes. All right. Hi, Dot. How you doing? Hi. I'm not. Re- I'm not Dot. I'm Beth. Actually. Oh, Beth. Oh. All righty then. Hey, Beth. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Um, I have a situation with my seven-year-old beagle. Okay. Mix. Um, I'm moving into a condo um, situation where there's four 
people living in the same little kind of area, and um, I'm scared that he's his barking is going to cause issues. Yep. In there, he barks. Um, he barks incessantly when there's um, a squirrel. Mm-hmm. Um, he kind of barks. Well, he kind of he does bark when we're. I'm in a car with two people, and um, we're in the. Car. He's fascinated by cars. It's funny. I can drive with him myself, and he doesn't bark. But when there's two of us in the car together, he will bark incessantly at cars. Really interesting. Yeah. Okay, so now when he's barking in the car like that, what do you do when there's two people? What do you do? What do you tell him? I say, I say quiet. Okay. <laughs> or I say, I try everything, and then I just try to, I, when I'm holding him, I try to just settle him down and, and hold him and just do whatever I can, but he just is so focused on the cars. Okay. He just can't get out of the barking Okay, mode. I'm hoping that you're not driving. If he's sitting on your lap, you're no, not driving. No, Are you okay? It's weird. Okay. when I'm in the car by by myself driving, mm-hmm. and he's there, it's just it's when two people get in the car together. Okay, because he knows you're going to so coddle him, and so you're re- you're what reinforcing that barking. Okay, so now okay. what's going to happen here is that uh, when you're in the car, you know you be the passenger. You know, so you got three, you know, two people, two humans, and the dog. And so what yeah. he's to you know set it up, you know, like go down a street or whatever type thing, and you're in charge of uh, the, uh, the reprimand of the dog barking. So first it's going to be a growl ah. And then your quiet word. Uh, but now you can either take a hair mister, fill it with water, okay. set it on stream, or you can take a cap pop can, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape it with bright colored tape on the top. So you're going to go, ah, shake the can, and then quiet. Okay, as soon as he quiets, call me. Don't pet him. Just call me go, thank you. Don't say good boy. Remember, good boy gets them all nutsy in the headsy. It's like saying, recess, party time, let's do it again. Okay, but what you want to do is that you want to talk very calmly. Thank you. Or very nice. Acknowledge the good behavior that he listened and did. What you asked, he quieted. Okay, or you can say, ah, blast him in the face as he's barking with the water. Ah, blast, okay. quiet. And as soon as he quiets, thank you. All right. So now what's going to happen? You can give him a little. If he's, you can see he's going to start barking. Ah, 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 quiet, quiet. Okay. And so then when he stops, thank you. Don't pet him because now if he is quiet when you're in the car driving. And he's not, because yeah. what's happened then is that he starts barking, you coddle him, he, you put him in his lap, your lap, you pet him. He's getting rewarded for doing that, all right? Okay. And so he's learned that if I bark, mom will hold me and pet me. Okay, but now when you're by yourself, he knows he doesn't have access to you. <laughs> okay, so then he says, I better be quiet. Mom's driving. I don't want to get in a car accident. <laughs> so, wow, he's smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so now as far as going to your condo, now yeah. when you go for a walk, does he walk politely with you or does he scan out in front of you? Well, I know I was, I've been trying to, you know, I remember learning way back when that they were not supposed to be go in front of you, mm-hmm. but unfortunately he does go in front of me now. Okay. Yes. Because there's a little work that you have to do here in ordinary okay. for this the whole picture to come together. It's not just yeah. getting them to quiet. So once you hold on and when you come out of break, we'll discuss. Okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, you ready? Okay, how do you celebrate I Forgot Day? Tie a string around your finger. Make amends for something you have forgotten. Forget something or do something forgettable. We'll be back. 
right. We're going to run to the phones. I mean, run to the... We're going to... Let's get back to the phones in a second here. Uh, how do you celebrate I Forgot Day? Tie a string around your finger. Make amends for something you have forgotten. Forget something. Or uh, do something forgettable. What do you think? Um, tie a string around your finger that's what i said too but what it is is make amends for something Uh. you've forgotten the whole purpose of for i forgot day is to make amends for things you have forgotten but i said the same thing tie your finger yeah i've forgotten (laughs) to ever do that yeah there you go there you go okay let's go back to beth okay beth yeah there you are all right so this now have you had this dog since he was a pup Six months old. Six months old, okay. Because the big thing about training a dog, mentally using them and getting them to look to you for direction, you give them confidence and security so they don't have to bark at everything they hear or see, all right? So I would start working on going for uh, walks, whereas uh, you are working working as a team. He is not scanning in front of you. At any time during your walk, you can stop and say sniffies or whatever you want to call it and let them sniff. Now, while you stand still, let him, you know, sniff, be a dog, blah, 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 okay, and then call him back to you, and now you're walking together as a team, all right? Okay. Okay, that's the first thing, because getting him to look to, for your direction, to you for direction, he's not going to be as reactive, like, oh, what was that? Oh, what was that? He's going to be, you know, there again, have the confidence. Uh, teaching brain, you know, uh, you know, beagles is all about all your hound dogs, everything's through their nose, and so, you know, like I say, whether you teach brain teasers, drain the brain, because when he's mentally tired, he's going to be less reactive also, all right? Okay. And you're giving him other things to do so that when you're not at home, he's going to want to take a nap because his brain is tired. <laughs> and so it's just like, okay, I don't have time to all this. Somebody shut the door. Somebody walked in the front lawn or, you know, whatever. I need a nap. <laughs> so I strongly suggest, uh, now how many pounds is he? He's about um, 30. Okay, because you could use the star mark collar. Dog trading collars for beagles have worked pretty well. Star mark. Star mark. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon. And you want the... Uh, da, 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 da. I think I would get the large and because you can take links out. They're just plastic. Okay. okay. It pokes the dog. But I would get the large one and just take a couple links out. The small one, is, I think, is going to be too narrow and he's just going to blow it off. All right. Okay. But anyway, or you can set up a private lesson of it myself or take a class, you know, just to get you started, organized, get the right training collar, getting the dog uh, looking to you for direction is what we need here. Because otherwise, okay. the last thing is, is that if he's really, you know, having, you know, if you don't, you know, until you can hopefully build the confidence and build the teamwork and getting him to look to you for direction and he feels like he, you have your poop in a group, then you might need a bark collar. Okay, and the bark okay. collar is now they have some that are just the signal and then a jiggle. And yeah. then some of them have the signal, a jiggle, and if they go past the jiggle, there's a snap. So you've got to figure out what you're comfortable with and what will work you know, for something when you are not there. All right? right? So you don't get kicked out of where you're going to. Well, I know. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, so but see, if you put some time, no, and effort into, you know, teaching him, it right. should, you know, you he won't be as reactive. And that's what most dogs that are bored, and it usually has to do with small dogs. You know how everybody equates a small dog with a yippy yappy ankle bitery. All right? It's because nobody takes the time to really train them because if a beagle dragging you down the road is a lot different than a shepherd dragging you down the road. All right? Right. So little dogs have a tendency where people just kind of, 
you know, get uh, it just restrain them. They don't train them. And so that's why, you know, they make them mentally work. My little dog, Ethel, you know, she was 3.2 pounds, okay? I got her when we think she was about eight years old. I was enamored that she was a dog, number one. It's like, how can this be a dog? It's so tiny. And so then I, my mission was I, I was going to, um, you know, I got her, I rescued her to find a home for her. And the home became mine because I was so enamored with something this little that if anybody had Ethel, they she would have been a wart where people would have just carried her around and never asked her to walk on her own four feet. Okay. She learned everything. She learned how to heal, sit, duh, you know, stay, uh, tricks. Uh, the funniest thing with Ethel that I did is that on my agility equipment, I had her walking up the teeter totter. You know, and I, you forget it takes weight to shift the totter to go down. I was so concentrating that she didn't fall off the totter that she was concentrating, you know, where she was. All of a sudden, it was like that yodel guy on um, Price is Right. You know how the guy's going up the mountain, up the mountain, and all of a sudden, yeah. he falls off the mountain? And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, oh. We were like three quarters up the thing, and I had to remember, okay, Ethel, wait. And I had to slowly lower the teeter-totter <laughs> so that she could get off. But most people wouldn't have attempted that with a dog that's 3.2 pounds because they have a tendency to carry them around and have them be warts that's what i call them and so that's why they become yappy yippy ankle biters because nobody gets their brain working and then like your size pupper they bark a lot they're reactive a lot because nobody's using the brain so they just are using it themselves i'm going to be reactive to this and reactive to that so by asking her you know getting the dog to to think look to you for direction go for a walk together now a team and now the dog has got something to think about then they're mentally drained and they're less reactive okay okay Should I start with the spray bottle first or well do you find it whichever whichever you want you could you know ah okay. quiet ah okay. but, the, but the thing is is to start using that this dog's brain getting him to look to you for direction and like i said i would get the large star mark and then like i say you could take links out because you want it to slide on and slide off you do not want it to to fit snugly okay okay and so then the okay. thing is is that just walk around your block for a little bit and then you know remember it's not a pull it's a pop you want the dog's shoulder by your left leg Right, and it, left leg. Yep, and see why I'm people. Okay, the thing <laughs> is, is I, people come to class. Why can't I train my dog on my right side? Well, I'll tell you why. Is because what happens is that um, of the first people that did anything with dogs were hunters. Most hunters are right-handed. They shoot the gun with the right. You can't have the dog under the gun, so they put the dog on the left side, and that's how why. All dogs are worked on the left side because at the beginning, it was just basically hunters training their dogs. Then people finally started training their dogs. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, and so that's why, like I say, if you need it, you can try it. If you need help, like I say, you can come up to, you know, get a private class or get into a class. And so the whole thing is to get you more organized because when you do that, this dog feasibly, she's seven years old. you got another seven, eight, nine years with this dog. And, and so Which you, I hope so. Yes. I love it, him dearly. Yep. And so that's why what you can do is, like I say, use his noodle so he's less reactive. Okay? Okay. Okay. Right. Well, thank you thank for the you call. So you betcha. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, too many people, like I say, they just, they don't use the dog's brain and they wonder why they're a barking mess or a, you know, if you use that brain, you start teaching the dog something, it's, and then as they uh, get older, you you know, they've already learned their manners and so it just gets better and better and better. And so, and like, okay, that dog was seven years old. A lot of people think, well, the dog's too old to learn. If you would lose that dog and I would find the dog 
then what happens is that uh, the dog would have to adhere to what I expect out of a dog, what words I use. At any age, any dog can learn anything as long as you change and are persistent and consistent. And remember, it's not me, master, you dog. It's not heal, sit, don't, stay. Okay, no, that's not it. It's where we sit, down. You ask, you don't demand or command. Am I past the break or am I... No, you still oh, got a couple minutes. Okay, all of a sudden I'm thinking like, okay, I'm lost here. <laughs> Get on my soapbox a little bit there. Okay, let's head up for the next call. Okay, so we got Mark, and Mark has a chihuahua named Nacho. Nacho. Yeah, and Nacho has been drinking a ton of water since Mark got him. Oh, um, okay. So much that it's a little concerning. Okay. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Good, how are you doing, Katie? Good, good. Okay, how old is your pupper? So he just turned two. I've had him um, for about a year. He's a rescue dog. Okay. Okay. And, and so, yeah, ever since I got him, he is just like obsessed with water. I can put down 10 bowls a day and he'll drink them all. Oh, wow. Like he'll, he'll even puke it up like, and then keep on drinking another bowl. Okay. What, what food are you feeding? So he is on um, science diet for sensitive stomachs. Okay. <laughs> How long has he been on that? Um, it's been about a year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. A couple things. Number one, uh, because this is the only dog you have. Uh, no, I do have another, um, Chihuahua that's a couple years older. Okay. And so, yeah, so you don't have like a great Dane and a Chihuahua, right? Nope. <laughs> okay. Nope. <laughs> okay. So, um, I would strongly suggest with the smaller dogs here. Okay. The reason why he's drinking a lot of water is because of the food you're feeding. 10 to okay. 1 is a high salt content. That's another thing. Do you give pig ears, rawhide chews, pizzles? Do you give anything like that? No, I don't. Cool. Proud of you. Okay, <laughs> just green peas, green beans, cauliflower, broccoli. Okay, so now what you want to do now, when you feed the the food, the dry food, do you feed it dry or do you rehydrate it? Um, no, I feed it dry usually. Okay, yeah. Then that's uh, like eating a box of saltine crackers. Oh, really? And then now they got to go over and drink a buttload of uh, water to compensate for all the dry matter that is in their gut. And that's why you said sensitive stomach. Now, dogs don't have sensitive stomach if they're fed the right food. Okay. okay. And so what I would strongly suggest is that with the small dogs is that I would go for, number one, I would change brands of food. I would, Nutrisource has what's called small bites. Okay. Yep. Nutrisource. Made in Perm, Minnesota. You go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. And anyway, uh, but they're small bites. And so they're real small. But then what you're going to do is you're going to rehydrate it. You're going to put what it says and you use a real measuring cup. You're going to put what it says, you know, in the bowl, then put hot tap water on it till it floats really nice. Put okay. it aside. Uh, a half hour later, you come and all the water should be gone. If not, wait a little bit longer or you put too much water in it, <laughs> okay? okay? And you, you'll learn, okay? Well, anyway, and then also I would incorporate uh, feeding some a uh, couple evenings a week some raw Okay, raw. raw. You know, you can go into the freezer section of all your pet stores. You know, your mom and pops, and they've got you know different to, to choose from. And what you do is you thaw it out, and then room temp. You can put a little bit of hot water on that. You know, room temp it. Don't, don't feed it cold. But anyway, so but that's going to be by itself. Don't mix it in with the dry food. Let the raw be a dinner in itself. All right. Okay. So dry food regularly, and then couple times a week the uh, raw food right and i do the raw in the evening because there's more time between dinner to breakfast than there is breakfast to dinner all right okay and so what the thing is is that by changing the food you don't need the sensitive stomach stuff but it sounds like you might need some help not you the dog <laughs> where you i would strongly suggest like a digestive enzyme a probiotic okay. and also uh nutrisource have come out with i'm sure you heard the, heard the ad is called kombucha 
that has probiotic and you might want to add that you know, okay. to, to the diet, okay? But what in, in the diet, the dogs, and I can tell you it's wise because of what you're feeding, is that there's just too much salt because any dog, okay. if, um, uh, if they're drinking way too much, it could be too much salt in their diet. But it also, too, um, he, he, does, he doesn't seem diabetic, does he? No, okay. not at all. Okay. So, yeah, so that's when you rule out the health, then you've got to go to the diet. But I would get off, and then I would start at least two, three evenings a week. Do the raw. If you want to do total raw, that's totally up to yourself. But any time you're going to feed, feed a better product, a.k.a. Nutrisource, and then you're going to feed, you're going to rehydrate it. Because every dog, dogs don't chew their food. They inhale it, okay? Right. Unless it's too big, <laughs> then they have to crunch it somewhat. But anyway, so then that dry matter sits in the stomach, and now they go over and drink a buttload of water water to compensate for that dry matter and then now it's rehydrated in the stomach and that's what gives a lot of dogs sensitive stomachs oh, because okay. they're rehydrated like i say it's like you eating something you know dry matter drinking a whole bunch of water all of a sudden your stomach is like <laughs> because it's trying to <laughs> rehydrate everything and it's working overtime so then there's right. a problem Okay, so and can you want to hold on? I got, we got to run the brakes. So hold on, don't sure. hang up. Okay, okay, folks, we'll be back. Hey, we're winding it down. Hey, remember now this next Saturday, September twenty fourth, I'm going to be up at Peterson Mill up at North Branch. Uh, you, there's a link on mytalk1071.com, my show page, so you can see everything that's going to be going on next Saturday up at the North Branch night, and maybe the leaves might be turning then. Uh, but I'll be doing a seminar, one, and it's free. Everything's free. Okay, I'll be doing a seminar at nine thirty. Uh, about pet nutrition, good and bad dog foods, uh, how to feed it correctly, and if your dog is too fat or cat too fat, we can uh, go over that. And then also then at 11, or 11, I mean at 11 o'clock, then I'll be doing a seminar on uh, Q&A. You can ask me questions, you can, uh, uh, behavior problems. I'll be talking maybe about the cum, walking the dog on a leash, because Peterson's has the right collars that I like to use. And so please, try to make it up to Peterson's uh, Mill up in North Branch. And like I said, I think they also have North Branch Days that has uh, that's right in front of Peterson's that it's a pl- fun place to go get something to eat and see their neat vendors. So anyway, uh, so please try to make it next Saturday up to see me up at Peterson's in North Branch, Peterson Mill, and then it's P as in Paul, N as in Nancy, B as in boy, mill dot com, or you can just go if you're driving, go to my talk one zero seven one to my show page. Okay, we got Mark on the line, correct? She, she's still there. Yep, Mark's still there. Okay, you're still there, Mark. Hi, hi, hi. Yes, I'm still here. Yeah, there you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> so like I say, um, but see, would you, you know, especially with Chihuahuas, now would you, uh, any small dog, uh, would you classify your dogs of good weight or a little yes, overweight? Both of them really good weight. Oh, good, I'm proud well, actually, of you. Actually, I'm going to say this. Um, Nacho is a little bit underweight because um, he'll choose water over the food sometimes. Oh, okay, okay. So, you, have you had blood work done on him lately? Yep, they uh, they both go to the vet regularly. There's nothing in the blood work or anything. Okay, you had a urinalysis done? Yep, all okay. that stuff. Oh, proud of you. Look at you being a dad. <laughs> but anyway, okay, so then it comes down to the diet, all right? Okay. And now what you got to remember is your vets are great with owies and such like that, but they just like the human vet, uh, human vets, the human doctors, okay? Uh, they're great at, you know, diseases and owies and such, but their nutrition they lack sorely of, all right? Okay. And so you got to do your due diligence and understand. And that's why, like I say, um, uh, with the little dogs, I strongly recommend that 
that you know you're going to give give them some of the dry food, but not feed you. Remember, you're going to rehydrate it now, okay? Mm-hmm. And Nutrisource is small bites, but then like I say, uh, if you make it an egg, make one for the dog, and that's his breakfast, okay? Oh, if you, like cook an egg or a rag, rye egg. You can go either way, you know. You really? can go, okay. Oh, you bet. I'm a big proponent in whatever did the dogs eat before we came out with dog food. Oh, right. Dog food. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dog. Right, our exactly. field, our food, people food that is, you know, whatever. Or leftovers, or they found something. And so that's why, like I say, especially with the little guys, you know, uh, and so that's why it's it's really easy to, because uh, if you looked at a dog's plate, it's three quarters meat, an eighth calcium, and an eighth veggies. Okay. Right. And so that's why what you want to do is that, you know, like I said, that you could do the you know, to start small bites, but then also, like I said, then let's add some other good stuff, you know, for them. And then that virus tummy and then that drinking, all that will start going away. Okay. So can I put like, like vegetables in? You like betcha. Hmm. Oh, okay. And now with the little guys, I find I find the smaller they are, that is best to steam them. Okay. Unless you want them to chew, like on a piece of carrot or a green bean, you know, like you know something to chew on, you know, you can do that. All right. But uh, the main thing is, is that, like I said, just open up uh, where the, your you know avenue and not just feed processed foods. Okay. Now, okay. do you give treats at all? Um, no, I'm not a big treat person because I I just don't know what kind of treats I would give them. Good, no, no, um, like, healthy. Yep, no, like I say, if you have a dehydrator, dehydrate some chicken. Make their own, make some chicken jerky for them. Okay, don't oh, okay. buy it through the stores because that has a lot of stuff right. in it. Okay, you know you know, what you're putting in. You know what you're doing. And so the whole thing is is that if you go to uh, primalpooch.com. Primalpooch.com. That will help you understand as far as raw cooking for the dogs and such like that. Okay? Okay. And so that's what you want to do is incorporate and go slow because now we don't want to blow up your dogs either. Okay? And so that's why I do a little this and do a little of that. And you know what I mean? Where you have a good mix and you won't have a dog with a sensitive stomach. Now make sure, but I would would definitely give them, suggest the one with a sensitive tummy. Mm-hmm. I would try giving it some extra uh, probiotics and some digestive enzymes to reestablish. Okay. And then, like I said, the Nutrisource Kombucha, you could try that a little bit on it because that's got the probiotics, prebiotics. But some dogs need a little bit more help because they're in the toilet, so they got to get pulled out of it. So they need okay. more. And then once the, their their tummy settles down, then you can just do stuff to, uh, you know, coast it. Okay. It doesn't need help, help anymore. So it right. doesn't need added. So that's what you want to do. All right, because vitalplanet.com is what I like as far as their probiotics and, and um, digestive enzymes because they're more expensive, but there's a reason because they're good. They're like 20 billions CPUs. And oh, so okay. that's why what we want to try to do is help the dog get him, get him up and going, a nice shiny coat. And then, uh, like I said, no matter what, he, can, his, he doesn't have to have sensitive stomach. He can deal with anything. Just, How many cups of water should he have a day? Uh, for him, it's, it's more like <laughs> how many, how many pounds is he? He is uh, thirteen pounds. Oh, thirteen pounds. Okay, I'm imagining my my Ethel like three four pounds. You know, <laughs> but I, yeah, no kidding. No, if you're thinking in your head, okay, geez, he's drinking too much water. He's drinking too much water. Okay? okay, and so and like I say, I think it just has to do. There is a ratio you can look it up and Google okay. it. How to do what the rations should be, but really, it's anybody. All bodies are different, right? right? And so that's why what one body takes, the other body may not. But I know there's a formula for it. Don't know it offhand. But so the main giant thing, bowl of water is not good. No, you know what okay. I mean. He's drinking, but I mean, he must be a peeing machine. 
Yeah, really, he is. Yeah. And so, but like I say, but I think it's from all the dry matter. And but if you start rehydrating the food in two days, you should notice him not drinking as much. Oh, awesome. But, but the big thing is, is that he might have created a habit that right. he thinks he needs it. So it may take a little bit more time, maybe a week. Then all of a sudden he realized, I don't need it because he oh, doesn't okay. feel that thirst to go drink the water. Okay. Okay. So yeah, give that a shot. Then you can give me a holler up at Katie's Canine or call me, you know, call me back, and we can, uh, you know, but but I can guarantee you by rehiding and and getting her, getting him into some, uh, you know, people food and such like that. That's gonna, it's gonna turn around. Okay. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Katie. You bet. You have a great day. Thank, Thank you for you calling. Too. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. Uh, yeah, you know, like I say, there's so much for you guys to learn. That's why you should go up to Peterson's next Sunday, September 24th at 9.30 a.m. I'll be doing a seminar on uh, pet nutrition, and this is all, I'll cover all this, and then it's free. Okay, it's free, and then also Nutrisource is going to be there, and they're going to hand out lots of free samples, and so it's, you know, uh, yeah, it's just great. I want to thank you all for uh, for tuning in today, so remember, check it, check that out. Have a great week. Remember, if you don't train them, don't blame them. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. So thank you all for listening and sitting still with me and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me, and thank you, Lori and Julia, for the promo, and Rocco for putting it together, and just, I'm proud to be a part of the Hubbard and the My Talk family. You all take care. See you next week.